The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Sunday nights, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., weeknights at midnight. Before we get to this week's topic, our hearts are with Israel after Hamas launched the surprise attack. Hundreds are dead on each side. Prime Minister Netanyahu vows victory. More in just a second. But pulling the race card, even in a mental health crisis. It's the video that has gone viral. A woman slaps a New York State trooper, then screams Walmart is racist while getting restrained inside the Walmart store in Westchester County. This is my podcast. Let's go. Israel at war. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared Israel is at war after the Palestinian militant group Hamas carried out a pre-dawn weekend surprise attack during a major Jewish holiday. There is just nonstop rocket fire from Gaza into southern Israel. There is active fighting going on along the border. Wounded troops being brought to this position where ambulances can take them to local hospitals. Civilians using their cars to bring people here. This is very much an active situation. As border police believe up to 60 Palestinian militants could still be inside Israel. A Fox News correspondent in Israel Obviously, this is a situation we are monitoring carefully. Now, you couldn't pay me enough to be in law enforcement. The nonsense they have to go through. A New York State trooper in uniform and on duty. All the state police are stating is that the woman involved, who happened to be heavyset and African-American, had a mental health incident. State police also say the incident did not involve shoplifting and the 911 call was made from inside the Westchester County Walmart. In the now viral video, the woman is seen screaming at the officer while sitting on a motorized scooter inside the Walmart and encouraging him to drag her out of the store. The altercation breaks out in a checkout line, and the woman appears to have among her items an array of fresh produce on the belt, according to the video. As the officer turns to talk to someone off camera, the woman stands up from her seat and begins picking up her items, including what appears to be a bottle of soda and a bag of chips, and launches them at the state trooper, throwing merchandise at him who subsequently tries to restrain her. 
When the officer is trying to get control of the situation, the woman turns around and begins hitting the officer, going as far as to slap him in the face, knocking his glasses off his head. The trooper begins to wrestle the woman to the ground, at which point she starts screaming, Walmart is racist repeatedly. Listen for yourself. Yes, ma'am. Walmart is racist! Walmart is racist! Wow. Give me a break. Talk about extra. At one point, the woman is seen focusing her tirade at an array of candy and small items at the checkout lane, destroying the display as she backtracks down the aisle. During the commotion, the woman loses a shoe and begins to kick at the officer while repeatedly yelling, quote, effing white trash. Take me to jail, she screams at one point. Then the Walmart is racist line over and over and over. You folks are sounding off. This is Norman in Brooklyn. I don't really know about this, uh, you know, the, the background of this case. Why, why was, the, okay, this was in a Walmart, I presume. She's screaming Walmart is racist. Yes. I presume this was inside. Mo- Mohegan Lake. Mohegan Lake. Okay. So that's some sort of a Walmart in Mohegan Lake. Yes, I guess about a okay. good hour from New York City. Okay. Um, so what, what? why did they call him? Listen, I think the cops were acting absolutely appropriate. She was slapping and acting violent, and they have to, you know, they have to protect her and protect themselves. So obviously, and the other people that are there. So obviously this cop, you know, uh, he, you know, he defended himself and took her down. Um, so I don't have a problem with that, but, uh, they, did they call her cause she was acting nuts or, uh, it's, what was, not, what, what, it's not the state police, the New York state police have not said the reason why she was, why they were called in yet, except to say that she was experiencing, they said it was not involving choplifting. She was experiencing a mental health issue. And I, I just yes. feel really, really bad for the state trooper. He had no idea what he's walking into. And this woman, she she was heavy set, and she came at him with everything she had. Mm. Well, I, it sounded like uh, I, I, mean, I side with the cop in this case. Uh, you know, it sounds like, uh, and you know, it's tough being a cop. <laughs> it's very tough being a cop. They have to impossible. Deal, deal with impossible. The cra- deal with the crazy people. And uh, he did the right thing. He didn't shoot her. Uh, he didn't tase her, which I don't know, may have been appropriate in this situation. But he took her down. Uh, it sounds like she was unhurt. Uh, they put her in cuffs and took her out of there. I mean, I think that I, I don't know how we can ex- expect uh, law enforcement to act in any any way differently. It doesn't sound like so, she was going to come easy. So, Norman, yeah. the I'm looking at headlines that say Philadelphia leaders are promising they're going to go hard on the looters. In your opinion, and I know I talk to you uh, quite a bit sometimes, but in your opinion, how 
how does society, how should society deal with the mental health issue? I mean, this is a lady that was in Walmart. The state police officer responds and she goes berserk. He had, he falls to the floor trying to take her down to the floor and she's fighting and he can't cuff her and anything can happen in a situation like that. In the situation like that, the cop acted absolutely appropriately. I, there's no other, she left no other alternative. She's fighting. She's, she's whatever. She's, she's bad. You know, there's nothing you can do. That's what we expect our cops to do. I, you know, I, I don't see how a social worker, if they were there, would have talked to her and maybe she would have, you know, that situation, she would have gone doubly crazy and, and, you know, and hurt herself and hurt other people. So I, I don't, you know, I, this is, this is, we, we don't expect, we expect our cops to do this, to, to stop the, stop the violent situation from occurring to stop and that's it and remove her, take her to a hospital and then, you know, psychologically examine her and then get her care. I mean, that's the, the only thing that they could do. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I back the blue. So, you know, I, I, this I, I, think, we, I think we all should uh, back the blue. In this case, black back the gray uh, uh, as it relates to the uh, the uniforms that uh, the okay, state police, yeah. the crispy uh, uniforms that the state police uh, use. By the way, thank you, Norman. This is Lisa in Connecticut. Yes. Well, I didn't know about it until you actually brought it to my attention, but that's kind of crazy and I feel really bad for the police officer. I actually Googled it and I put it on my Twitter too, so people could actually see the link mm-hmm. to the actual spot over by Cortland Manor, it looks like. I've actually done some real estate closings over by that area so that I know the area very, very, very well. And I just think it's very sad. You know, mental illness, like you said, is a very big issue. And these police officers, they don't know what they're encountering on a day-to-day basis. So God bless them all. And Lisa, can you imagine, right, she had already slapped him and she's fighting him yeah, with every yeah, ounce of her being. Can you imagine yeah. what what the headlines would be if that officer had 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 felt the need to to punch her to subdue her to stop her then he black lives matter very, very well then black lives matter well. would have been outside and the peters of the world exactly. would have the last caller would have been screaming racism because he hit the yeah. innocent black woman so it's yeah. It, it, it's I, I I don't know Lisa I, I don't I don't have the solution. I, I give it up to these these gentlemen, and you know I know a lot of people in law enforcement. My family is also in law enforcement and the military. I have a big background of whatever you know, and I just give it up to these people who you know they risk their life their lives every day to protect us. And you know there's every day good and bad people in every single industry. You every know what day. I mean, Dominic? Every day that. when a police every officer goes out there, lives. you never exactly. know what you're going to encounter. What? They they exactly. they pause for one second, they can take a bullet to the yep. head, and that is it. Yeah. Game over. Or right. or so or 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 them. they they have to subdue subdue someone. And then next mm-hmm. thing you know, uh, they're being called a racist. So exactly. I, so they have to be very, very careful in these days because they have to watch their back because of this whole Black Lives Matter thing, the movement that has had the X on their back to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, you know, people are just so riled up and so it's just really sad times. Like you said, it's really crazy 
it's that time. So we just got to, you know, every day just, just pray that everything will be okay when these people go into their jobs. And, and, and all of us, you know, we have to be very watchful of what's going on, of our surroundings, and just be very mindful and be respectful of one another. Like, why start the drama if, you, if it's not needed? But that's, that's what I don't get about people. Like, why? Why? You know? I, I like that, like, Lisa. Why? Why? Just and go in a why? positive we manner. We are all equal. We are all human. We are all the same. We put our pant legs on and our underwear on the same leg. Damn it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why treat one another differently? And you never know what somebody's going through. So somebody could have a really bad day. Somebody could have a, you know, somebody just passed away with their family had cancer. Somebody had a, a bad day at work. Or maybe they just got fired. You never know what's going on. Right. So you never know. Just go with love. When you go with the sphere dichotomy, it's a bad thing. When you go with a place of love and you treat every single individual you encounter with respect, you get respect in return. So why? Why? Right. Go with love, people. Lisa, you are so correct. A positive attitude and everything helps. It certainly can't hurt. This is Jacqueline in Brooklyn. I don't know. All I know is the details that you gave of the story. I don't know if there was any medical personnel that were called, you know, an ambulance and things that they've talked about in the past was having mental health counselors. I had a father who had dementia and he was in his early 80s. And there were numerous incidents where he would become violent. And after, you know, calling the police, it was suggested to me that if I had to call that uh, I let them know the specifics, his age, what was going on, and uh, that he was possibly having a, a mental health episode and that they would send an ambulance. So hopefully if there's a team in place, not only with the uh, police or the state trooper and also an ambulance with medical professionals, this would be a situation where I think, you know, medical um, uh, psychologists or psychologists could be very helpful in diffusing the situation and helping to keep everyone as safe as possible. I, I agree with you a thousand percent, Jacqueline. The only problem uh, that with this situation is the state police in white, they respond to thousands of calls and you never know which one, uh, you know, in your case with your father in dementia, you, uh, you established that you set that up right away when you called. But right. if, if, if the state trooper just got a call of something going on at Walmart, uh, in Mohegan Lake, he responds, he doesn't know much information and then he gets there and this woman goes, you know, she just loses it. And, you know, and attacks him. And I mean, you heard the pow. You you heard it. As a matter of fact, Jacqueline, I want to play it one more time. Just hold on the line. Folks, mm -hmm. listen carefully to this. You could hear the woman. She's basically telling uh, the state trooper uh, that that he's in, she's encouraging him to drag her out of the store. She begins throwing merch, merchandise at the uh, trooper who uh, tries to restrain her and then while training to while trying to restrain her Jacqueline the woman turns around and begins hitting the officer going as far as to slap him in the face and knock his glasses off his head i want you folks to listen to this Yes, ma'am. 
So you can hear the supervisor telling an employee, you're not supposed to be recording this. The trooper responded, Jacqueline, he didn't know it was a mental health situation until it went from a uh, from zero to a thousand within a matter of seconds. Well, you know, the other thing that comes to mind, it sounds like that trooper uh, responded on his own without a partner. I know a lot of times maybe it was due to the type of call when I placed the call, but usually there would be two police officers, if not more than one car that would respond whenever I would call. Not not so with when, state troopers, Jacqueline. Okay, Gen- generally okay. in New York it's State, one. generally it is one. Yeah, you see that that's a problem because I mean what I would think is maybe uh when he saw what was going on, he could have called for backup and an ambulance or something. But how how much how much can you do in a split second, you know, with two hands and one person and, and dealing with the situation? So it's it, it's a, it's demanding a lot of them. And and a it's, heavy it's set woman that that yeah. attacks him immediately. And right. and staying in Brooklyn, this is Audrey. What Jacqueline said is exactly what I was going to say about having a counselor come out. Because being an ex-EMT, I've been on calls where the family calls and they'll say, well, this is a mental issue. And they'll, you know, a police will accompany us. But that police officer, I applaud him. And, he, you know, he needs to, he, we need more officers like that. Because um, whoever made the call to the, um, to whoever made the call from Walmart, um, they didn't mention the fact that she was having a, um, an issue, probably because they didn't know. And, uh, She's lucky that she's alive because it could have been um, the other way. But like Jacqueline said, we need more a mental counselor. Someone should, you know, uh, and if you're going to call, you know, for the police, say something, right? They, something was messed up. She was lucky. But I don't know, she didn't sound crazy to me, but uh, I'm glad she didn't get out that chair. She, she, she did. Well, she ended up out of the chair uh, as oh, they were well. as they were tussling with each other. Of falling, falling over items. And then what would have happened, God forbid, if the officer fell and hit his head? Or if he fell, or if he fell on a, it could happen, or if he fell on a sharp, on a sharp uh, object. That she did. And Lisa, she called and she was saying about how people should just see, accept people as people. Thank you. I feel the same. Thank you, Audrey. Melvin in the Bronx also added his two cents. Don't start lecturing me with history. Go ahead with your comment. I'm not lecturing. All I'm doing is going back to what was the pretext why the officer was called in the first place. And I remember another case involving Zaza Gabor when she was arrested because when she got stopped by police in her Rolls Royce convertible when she slapped that police officer. And the jury came back. She walked out of court with a not guilty verdict. If I remember the case credit, once again, going to this case in Walmart. Why was the rush to put handcuffs so which escalated the situation? Oh, my God, Melvin, Melvin, Melvin. See, I'm going to be completely blunt with you right now. This is what's wrong with our community. Are you serious? Would you like to walk into a Walmart and have a heavyset woman uh, uh, berating you and literally smack the glasses off your face? And then three seconds later, you're tussling with this woman as you're falling to the ground. Are you kidding me? I didn't see the video. So then if you didn't see the video, why are you if you didn't see the video, how are you justifying the woman's behavior? I'm not justifying her behavior. All I want to know why was the police called for, what was the pretext for none to be called, and, and how she started okay, acting so, such a so way. Okay, so Melvin, Melvin, yes. newsflash, newsflash, you can't go into people's stores and just act up. 
and do whatever. See that that that, that I'll, that's I'll a problem. No, 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 no. Melvin, Melvin, Melvin. At my age and seventy four, I don't see no whole lot. Okay. I got drafted fifty five years ago. For okay. Johnson. No history. All Please, no history. I tell you, neighborhood means what was the rush? Okay, I understand. What, the what's the rush? Okay, so okay, so wait, so wait, wait, Melvin. And, and again, I got to, so after the state trooper gets slapped in the face, and you hear the people mm-hmm. go ooh, and she knocks off his glasses. Is he supposed to do a John Wayne and say, well, you know, ma'am, I'm going to pull back and wait and I'm going to see what's going on. I mean, are you serious? Number one, man, you skipped no whole lot of things. What was the police calling in the first place? And when he approached the woman, what is that cat? Did she attack him first or what did he say? To he, he, on, on video, I can only tell you what we see on video. On video, okay. he's trying to find out who the woman is. They have the problem with the store and he points right. to the woman and then it's game on. And that's that's when she started. So, what? How is he supposed to wait at that point? You tell me. How was he supposed to wait? That's she, she escalated, so, Melvin. She escalated from zero to a thousand in seconds. So he got close enough for him to be for him to be on uh, a uh, manhandle. Very interesting. Or how decision making process. Okay, Melvin. Thank you. Please don't give me a headache here. Warren in Upstate Deposit, New York happens to be a New York State trooper who is now retired. Now you know why I'm retired. But that trooper, your previous callers from the one lady, um, she doesn't understand that out in the rural areas, um, it's not like city cops. We don't have two troopers to put on each car. Uh, until like 11 o'clock at night. But the bottom line is, is you cannot defeat, and you are 100% right, excessive force, et cetera, et cetera, that if somebody, all they got to do is review that. When you grow up as a generation that use the race card about races, what do you expect when they get older? They're going to use any excuse. If she had truly mental illness, true mental illness, how did she pick that out of the hat? I agree with you. I agree with you a thousand percent. Mental illness or not, she knew to play the race card. Hey, she Warren, sure did. Warren, I, I've got a question for you. So you, you may be sitting in the, I know you're retired now. You may be sitting in the state police barracks or you may be out patrolling I mean, it's not like, I mean, I mean, you don't know you're about to have an encounter that be that could be considered racist and make news, right? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'm going to tell you something. Just before I retired, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Tuscarora Mountain, but there's a hiding spot in there that we like to take radar into. And you can't see, the the cars can't see you. You can't see the cars until it's too late. And like I say, I clocked a car. I give them 10 miles over. I clocked a car doing 83. And it was a college kid from Long Island heading to Cortland. And, you know, I said to him, I said, I I hope it wasn't me, but go ahead. (laughs) No, 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 no. He, He said, but. But bro, the first thing he said to me, he says, bro, can't you give me a break? I'm not I your said, bro. Go ahead. I said, that's what I told him. I said, I'm not your bro. 
I said, but second of all, I said, I'm giving you the ticket, sir, because I want your safety. The speed limit is 65. I want you to stay within the speed limit. And he says to me, he says, well, look at my car. He says, I can't. He goes, this car, if I stay within the speed limit, the car, uh, you know, won't act right. And I said to him, I said, well, I said, I'm, uh, you know, here's your ticket. He goes ahead and he fights it with his lawyer. His lawyer turns around and says to me, he said, how long would you take a radar during that period of time? And we try to do at least an hour and a half uh, radar on Route 1786 every day, uh, each shift. Okay. He goes, well, how many cars did you see during that time? And I said to him, I said, I didn't see any cars. He said, what do you mean you didn't see any cars? I said, because where I'm at, I can't see the cars. I go by my radar. But right away, what I think he was going to do is, is he was going to turn around and say, well, how many white people do you pull over? How many black people do you pull over? And again, Warren is a retired New York State trooper. Folks, as a society, we have to get beyond race. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you, folks, for joining us. If you are interested in my remarkable book on my life, titled No Mama's Boy, or even the Dominic Carter bobblehead doll, go to my website, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com, DominicCarterOnline.com. If you order the book at my website, rather than Amazon, I can personally sign it for you. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Also, follow me on YouTube, where you will see videos from me about this podcast and the radio show, youtube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. We will see you the next time. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. I gotta make it. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.